Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to Toffee TV. I'm joined in the studio by author Gavin Buckland to discuss your latest book, Boys from the Blue Stuff. Interesting. I mean, straight away, the cover, The Little Woods Clock, just takes me back to being a kid on Everton the Boss, which is, yeah. seems a long time ago now. But... Um, Everton, the rise to the 80s glory. So what's the idea for the book then, Gav? Hey, well, it's, it's the idea. It's a follow-up to Money Can by Slope, which yeah. is the book which I spoke about in this Venice studio two years ago. <laughs> yeah, two years. Um, which was the story, really, the Catholic years, I suppose, yeah. 1961 to 73. Uh, 73 is all lying in the sand. You get to, to Bingham. Uh, I had a bit of thought... When does it finish? Yeah, yeah. Do you finish? Is it the Kendall, the, the end of the Kendall years, or right. is it cut yeah. off? A couple of things played into it. Uh, there's a really nice coincidence that links 73 to 85 okay. when it finishes. And also, that would, it would have been too, too big. Too big, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. to trim uh, 15 to 20,000 off the, off the yeah. yeah, as it's all. And that's the worst thing in the world to do, yeah, by the way. Course. Just thinking all that work disappearing now. So uh, 87 would have been a no-no, unless you wanted like a book that was above a thousand <laughs> pages long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you've got some good stuff then to go into the, hopefully the, the third into volume. The third book, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously the last book does finish there with and, and Bingham starts. So this pick up from there when Billy Bingham Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. It, yeah. Well, I think you've got to pick up the ends of the Catholic. You've sort of got to do yeah, like relive some yeah. of the Catholic uh, and the Catholic because that's key. I mean, what, just like for people who hadn't seen that, like Harry Catrick, I mean, obviously he's a name, you, yeah. I, I didn't know, know anything about him other than the name, and you, you learn the trophies and the type, what type of man was he? Very strict. Yeah, he? he was strict, but it seemed to play good football, I mean, mm. you tend to find that, that managers who were, who were a bit down, a bit strict, teams always played great football, Bill Nicholson at the Spurs was the same, you know, yeah. in the 60s. So he was, he was down, he didn't, as famously didn't court the press, no, you no. know, um, but he's been a former player, and Harry, I still think he's a forgotten giant. You know, when you yeah. talk, I mean, I still don't think it's a naturally given. When people say Kendall's Evans' greatest manager, yeah. I think there's a conversation to be had there. Harry was former player; he understood the club, and 
he managed us in, in like, you know, obviously we had the golden period under Howard, but under Harry it was a decade. Mm. Then it was a far more competitive league. So when he brought great players to the club, obviously the Holy Trinity and, and so on, and, and won the titles, two titles in the, the FA Cup in 66. So, yeah, he was, uh, I still don't think he's appreciated enough, mm. um, even in the wider football world. So he was a hard act to follow, though. His, his career after 70, as I said in the previous book, it, it had gone into decline. Yeah. So Alan Ball, 50 years ago this month. Um, and so um, he'd left a massive gap yeah. to fill. Uh, within the club, um, the club tried to replace him with Don Levy, famously, uh, who was the Leeds manager. Yeah. Um, the press got winded because somebody spotted Don. Asked, Don Levy was informed. He asked for John Moses, uh, where his house was. Where so John Moses was, yeah. It was, yeah, 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 yeah. called me. Somebody yeah. phoned up to phone me times. I think it's that. I just seen Don Levy asking for, his, for John, John Moses' oh, house. Um, you know, one or two others. Bobby Robson, famously, yeah, Bobby who, who's crops up in here. Three or four times, mm. um, Jimmy Arnfield. Um, yeah. So it was, a, it was a bit of a chaotic search, really. John Moore, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then he landed with after Billy uh, Don Levy in. He was in Greece with Leeds, and fortunately or unfortunately, mm. uh, Billy Bingham, who played for Everton when he won the title in '63, he was over there managing the Greek national team. Um, I don't know how it sort of happened, but. Moore's obviously said, okay, we'll have, we'll have Bingham. Um, and there was some good reasons for that. I'd say Howard wasn't, uh, Harry wasn't great with the press on occasions. Billy was very charming Irishman, if you mm. recall, um, gift of the gab. A lot more press friendly. And I think that's what Moore's wanted. He Did wanted, he? you know, management appointments tend to be the complete opposite of the person that's gone before. And I think with Bingham, he saw that the old Irish charm and stuff would be good for the, um, good for the image. Um, Bingham's problem though was that his CV was limited. He'd, yeah. he'd been at, you know, he'd, he'd managed in Ireland, he'd started at Plymouth, um, he'd obviously managed in Southport, um, and he got, got a gig in Greece in, in the early 70s. Uh, he'd just effectively been sacked as Greek national manager. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, it was nothing on his CV really to say he's a top flight manager. The yeah. only thing he had was that he was a former Everton player yeah, and yeah, he'd won yeah. things. Uh, so that bought some time. But the problem with that then, and that ultimately that leads to your fall is he was fourth or fifth choice. Yeah. And if you're fourth or fifth choice manager, you know it. The board knows it, supporters know it, the players and know the players it. Players know it, yeah. You know, and um That's never I think I think that, that that undercurrent was always there. Right, yeah. With Bingham. Yeah. And I felt that um that that's he I wouldn't say he was on borrowed time, but he was he was always swimming against the tide from the start, I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how times haven't changed. Well, this, um, is, this is the undercurrent yeah. of both. You know what, this book and the previous book is that yeah. a lot of stuff just it just history repeats just itself. Not going. just now, but you know, yeah, in the intervening years. You know? Yeah, because I, I obviously didn't know Billy Bingham whatsoever. I was a, a baby when he was, yeah. you know, when he literally a baby when he took over Everton. So my first manager, I reckon he remembers Gordon Lee, but right at the very end, yeah. knowing you really started like Howard Kendlach and remember everything. Everything, because yeah. as a kid and everything gets you and then stick, don't they, forever. Yeah. I remember Kendall's first game and all that. But Gordon Lee was a manager who, obviously, as a kid growing up, he start becoming aware of yeah, his Everton's yeah. manager, easy thing. But so, but Billy Bingham is, is everything that I've read, really, or people yeah. have told me and interviewed people like Bob Latchford and he spoke about him and different people, Ronnie Goodless, should talk about him, but not, there was no first-hand 
thing from me, so... Yeah, it, it's inside. Bingham was very much... He, he'd managed underdogs throughout his yeah, career. Yeah, right, yeah. And um, I think that's where he was most comfortable with. So, consequently, is he was very... Not the most ambitious of managers. But at work for him when he went to Northern Ireland. Yeah, yeah. You know, he qualified for two World Cups. Did, yeah. Still, Still produced the greatest result by British country in the World Cup. When Spain. they beat host Spain, 1-0. Nice yeah, yeah, to get through the to Bernabeu, yeah. get out the group, you know. Um, so, he was comfortable managing, managing limited that. players and yeah. getting them working hard and well-organised and stuff. And that was, when it came to Everton, that was only going to get you so far. Yeah. I think he... Um, he, 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 bought, I mean, what he told Teddy about, I mean, there's players from the 70 season who, who sort of finished, you know, like, so, so Joe Royal, Colin Harvey, Jimmy Husband, he got good fees for them. Right. I think he, um, you know, he did some good transfer dealings. The, the two that he brought in was Bob, obviously, British record yeah. fame, Martin Dobson. But 74, 75, people always say is the great, um, you know, missed opportunity, yeah. but... We weren't very good. It was the poorest title race <laughs> in history. You know, we talk about it now, but it was just a really poor season. Was it? You know, yeah. because we, the Carlisle it, it was season. A, yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a bit like we just talked about it before we came came on air about Leicester winning the title. Yeah, yeah. And Leicester won the title very much in the transitional season for yeah. for the big clubs. Now Liverpool had just lost the manager. Chelsea yeah. were sort of in between managers. Man United were struggling. Um, so Leicester took advantage of that, and seventy-four-five was a bit like that. Shankly gone from Liverpool yeah. in the summer. Don Levy gone from Leeds. Um, Bill Nicholson left Spurs right near the start. Man United weren't even in the top flight. Of course, yeah, they'd been relegated. Course, yeah. So it was very much an open, open title race, mm. but really poor quality. But in the in the in the days of two points for a win, one point for a draw. If you drew most of your games, got the odd win, you were going to be there or thereabouts. There, yeah. And that's what Bingham's team were like. You know, they were they were called the robots and all this, and they, <laughs> uh, they used to wear the colour shirt like that. You know, they yeah. ended up being called Clockwork Orange. You know, because yeah. they were very mechanical. Um, they had some flair players like Martin Dobson, obviously, um, and Bob nets the goals, but they were they were workman like, and they just yeah. took advantage of an archaic system of two points for a win. And the end, of, but they, they just weren't good. People say, oh, Carl, how cost us the league? Yeah. But it would have been cost somewhere else, I think, at some right. point. Okay. Um, and I thought, uh, I thought, you know, that's so that Carl, how thing's been overplayed over the right. years. Okay. Having said that, they could have won it because I think the league changed hands 21 times they in the season. Won, yeah, God. yeah. I mean, Derby won it. Yeah, yeah. Purely because I think that, like a game of like championship musical chairs, <laughs> after, you know, after 42 games, they were just the team, they were the team yeah, at the top. Really. You know, but it could have been a ball. We, we, we had to look at that team. There's some decent players in, but I mean, I wouldn't say, and this is probably a bit harsh, I wouldn't say even if you include Dobson and Latchford, none of them could have played in Howard's mid 80s team or, mm. right, or yeah. Catholic 70 team or 63 team. Oh, okay. You know, so yeah. There's the bar, yeah. Yeah, I just weren't, they were swinging good enough. They, they, they say, oh, if he'd had me, would have won the title. No, I'm not sure about that. Okay. You know, might, might have helped, but yeah. um, they were just, just limited. Um, and then, Bingham, we get into what happened then. If you, if you have a close miss, you mm. always tend to get the the sort of after effects, don't you? Can yeah, live yeah. with you for a while. Course, and yeah. then Bingham, he sort of fell out with a few players over wages. Um, and you know, twelve months later, including yeah. Bob. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bob. I mean, I say in the book that Bob is like he's sort of strange. I said about Alex Young in the previous one. He always say Young is a goddess and God, but his his career was like two careers at Everton. First four years, great. Yeah. Last four years, he struggled. You know, right. he's ended up arguing with Catholic all the time and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Bob was the same. 
you know, first few years, okay. Bob, but Bob's golden period that I was the middle, you know, from about 76 yeah, um, yeah, to yeah. about 79. But for most of that time, he was arguing with the club over wages. He was constantly after a transfer out because um, he didn't think he was getting paid enough. Mm. But uh, to be fair, those are days of 20, 30% inflation, you know, so yeah, he wasn't alone. Yeah. So Bingham fell out with a load of players over, over money. That, yeah. um, and I don't think he recovered from that. You know, mm. there was a big fallout. And by you get to 76, um, he not really bought anybody. And, you know, results have started to, to falter. And then John Morris decides, uh, <laughs> you know, as yeah. his want, you know, vice chairman, mm. you know, I think we need to, to sack, sack him. But it was just a bit odd because, um, you know, remember they bought Duncan McKenzie and yeah. Bruce Rioch. They bought him in December 76. At that time, Morris had already decided to sack Bingham before then. Before? Yeah, I think, I say in the book that it's a bit odd. But I think I say Bingham was quite quite a charming fella, and mm. I think he thought that'd be an asset, you know, in terms of persuading players to yeah, come. Yeah. Uh, and I think as soon as they betted down, and uh, you know, got in, like you said, like you, you're off, you're off, Billy, because in during that period, you tried to get Bobby Robson from from Ipswich, yeah, even yeah. even before they signed Mackenzie and Rio. Um, Bobby had a, Bobby had the contact in seventy. It was quite a funny story actually, seventy three. I had this contact called Deep Throat, that's what he called him. He phoned, phoned up uh, Bobby and said, uh, we're from a Northwest club, you want to, uh, looking for a new manager, you're interested. And Bobby yeah. said, that was 73, he says, I don't know. Three years later, December 76, same thing happens, phone call. Uh, we're from a leading Northwest club, uh, looking for, we'll be looking for a manager shortly, are you interested? Bobby goes, you're Everton, aren't you? <laughs> goes, well, you know what I said? You phoned me three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and Bobby did. He accepted it. He, accepted, he went, he went yeah. you know, there's a few stories, but he went to Moore's house and then famously somebody leaked the story to the paper, which is always assumed to be Evan. Mm. But I, it wasn't. It was, it was somebody at Ipswich. Because nice, yeah. he went to the Daily Express Southern desk, not the, the, not the Manchester desk, you know. Right, yeah. And I think they, Ipswich is trying to put the... Uh, the, the knockers on it, yeah. So he didn't get Robson, and a bit like, and it worked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Bobby was perennially linked with us, wasn't he? he? Was. Must have had four or five times. Yeah. And then he gets to he gets to seventy seven. We have the same names again. After Bingham linked, you know, Don Levy, you know, Ron Saunders, Bobby Robson, as I say. They there was story that Catholic may have been in set. Well, was interested in the job, but I think they didn't go with oh, with him. Okay. Uh, so you're then left with, um, well, no, <laughs> where'd you go with? And all of a sudden, up in the northeast of England, you've got uh, Gordon Lee. You know, he was uh, Everton's saviour. Yeah. He had a good good career, you know, mm -hmm. up, to, up until then. He got stick, but yeah. he, he got Paul Vale promoted, won the second division title with uh, Blackburn, got yeah. Newcastle to fifth place, League Cup final. So he had a good career Probably by the time it comes to Everton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So was the hope around when he came in? Was the hope around Gordon Lee or what? Or yeah, yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. I think there was a couple of things that were in his favour. Uh, a, they'd sacked Bingham, but they were in the League Cup semi-final. Yeah, against uh, against Bolton. So that was sort of stage after Lee took over. So it's great to take over. You got two games, get to Wembley, yeah. and you're playing a second division team. Yeah, and they were still in the FA Cup. So Gordon, after a couple of early false starts, once he starts to win the games, all of a sudden. He's at Wembley two months after he's taken over. Course, yeah. 
so he gets the yeah so that's it he's, yeah. he's, he's won the fans over hasn't yeah. he even though i think billy was a little bit peeved yeah <laughs> about, as you would do yeah, yeah um and then you know then the the, the, the spring of 77 you've got the league cup final against aston villa and there i say which i cover in mm -hmm. the scientific detail right, okay the, the yep. league cup semi final the sorry the fa cup semi final yeah. against yeah. liverpool at, uh, at main road yeah, here I we say. Know, yeah, we all know what yeah I've had a little bit of a uh, stick over it in the nicest possible oh, way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not like a bit of blue to write 12 pages about Clive Thomas. You know? Well, I mean, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's worth it. It's important moments. Uh, absolutely, because it? it was a bit, I wouldn't say it was a major turning point. But if we'd have won that game, it would we weren't, we weren't good enough to beat Liverpool for the Championship, whatever. It would have at least stopped the tide of constant Liverpool success yeah, we would yeah, have played yeah. at Wembley and uh, you know it was so in the short term would have been a good thing you know be Liverpool play Man United at Wembley what that what a fill up that would have been yeah, to yeah. the club um, but Clive has to say in the book he had uh, other things and he messed up didn't he you know at the end of the day he, he messed up uh, I mean that's putting it nicely yeah yeah he said um, what did he say first of all it was offside then he said in his um, his autobiography, uh, it was offside, but just in case you didn't think it was offside, Brian Hamilton handballed it, yeah. you know. And you know, he, Brian Hamilton wasn't offside, no. and he could, Clive couldn't have seen the handball because Brian Hamilton had his back to him. Mm. Uh, and then by the time he got interviewed for the book in 1988, the, I think the offside angle had completely got in, I would say it was just handball. Yeah, and he, and he's just, he's just there's, there's that famous story, isn't there, of Colin Seal, who was the, uh, the linesman, who immediately Collinson was looking right down the line so he mm. could see everything he could see Hamilton it was on side mm. he could see it was obviously not handball because the 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 the, the talent thing there is none of the Liverpool players no you know yeah yeah so there's three Liverpool players Clemens Clemens goes and gets yeah the ball, yeah I think there's Joey Jones is yeah. there and stuff you know if, if you against your rivals and somebody sticks them with the hand no you go, you're going go, go, you know, probably the distance probably a bit further from me me to you yeah. And uh, Colin Seal saw all of that, and uh, he ran to the, the halfway line Just to, to give a goal. And, and um, there's the famous story, isn't it, in, in the, afterwards where Clive Thomas goes to Seal, you know, we need to get our stories, get right? Story. And Seal goes, no, you need to get your story, yeah, right, Clive, because it was a it was a goal. And, why do you, I mean, why do you think he disallowed it? Because Clive was a raving e egomaniac, mm. um, who. You know, there's a quote, there's another Clive sorter. There's loads in front of the side, the famous Brazil-Sweden game, yeah. game in 17 World Cup sword, where, he, yeah. where he disallows the goal in the yeah. last kick of the last game. Last kick or, of the game, yeah. Because uh, he blow, blows while the corner's in flight. And Jimmy Hill said, uh, a quote somewhere from the 81 League Cup final where he'd allowed the Liverpool goal near the end where Sammy Lee's clearly on uh, yeah. offside, Off but yeah. doesn't it does let the goal yeah. stand. And uh, Jimmy Hill said afterwards that... Um, Clive's a, and Clive's a, that's the thing is Clive was a very good referee you know mm. but um, he said like on occasions especially if the, the limelight's on him that he'll stretch a law to it like that as, as far as you can stretch right, it yeah. uh, I think just to save his own ego as much as anything him. else to make it about him and uh, I think he did on that that occasion not only at the time but he was winding Everton fans up in his autobiography and stuff and think oh why, why did you do that? Right, you know. Um, I think the thing about it is, just from a mental aspect, they were Liverpool such a good side at that time. 
you know, you know, win the European champion. Did he win the, the yeah, cup? Yeah, 77, yeah, yeah. The yeah, European yeah. Cup the same season or whatever. To beat them, it doesn't matter about what you're doing in the league, but to beat them in an FA Cup semi-final. Because I, I remember speaking to you know, Ronnie Goodless, who did Ronnie Goodless, who put the Ron, Ronnie put the cross in, in yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Ronnie was saying, going into that big game, you know, then people not yeah. giving Everton a chance because we weren't playing brilliantly at the time. But on that day, we just matched them. The pitch wasn't great, yeah. so we were able to match them. To actually get past them, yeah. who knows what that would have done. It would have been Everton beating Liverpool in a huge game for a yeah. start to yeah. get to Wembley. They could have kicked, it changes you know, narrative. In 71, the reverse would suit. They'd beaten us at Old Trafford 2-1 in the FA Cup semi-final. And that sort of started their, their big you know, run of success. Yeah. Um, 77's different because we still needed a lot of work. Oh, but, of course, yeah. But at the same time, as you see with Howard, you know, things can happen that all of a sudden, you know, you can kick on. Mm. Uh, one or two signs afterwards, we might have been able to do that. Um, yeah, it was just, it was just one of, I think one of the things to say in the book is, we have a load of hard luck stories at Everton. And um, I say 74-5, come on, Carlisle cost us a lead. Mm. But I think most of them, when you examine it, it's just, the team wasn't good enough, mm. you know. I think that's effectively it. But I think in that one, the seventy-seven semi-final, I think we could be considered very hard done yeah. by. Definitely, uh, yeah, Last yeah. Kick I think, in the game and all yeah, that. yeah. It was a couple of minutes from time, and we played really well. And and then I think when we get to the replay, they played. Duncan McKenzie played brilliantly mm. in the replay. I mean, they were the best team in Europe. They're not going to give you the second chance. No. No. And uh, we got more than the replay three now. Um, I think. Gordon being Gordon, I think sure to give the signals out when we missed our that was the missed our chance, you know. And um, I felt that we talk about the mid eighties later, but you can see the difference in a team that wins stuff and one that doesn't. In seventy seven, after losing this, you know, the, the draw, unluckily, we get beat quite badly. Eighty four yeah. League Cup final, we've not won a trophy. We play Liverpool at Wembley, mm. who likewise win the European Cup at the end of that. That year, um, match him at Wembley, probably the better team. Go to Main Road. In normal circumstances, you would expect Liverpool to kick on yeah, yeah. and win two or three nil. But actually, at Main Road, it was the same as at Wembley. Yeah, nipping tough, nipping tough. You know, well, like it was two. And that's should have probably done better with the goal. Well, I say, well, that, I say that in the book actually. Um, I was written out on Saturday. I was, mm. was going to ask him, but I thought, no, I'll leave it. I asked him when he was in <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, I yeah, said, yeah. I still can't believe he didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, Andy Gray said that on the telly, you know. Um, but you could see why we'd be a good team then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Capable of winning trophies. Because in the in the replay, we matched the European champions. Shame, yeah. But and that was a missed opportunity, 77. Mm. Obviously unlucky. And then we get to like say in the book, probably and yeah, I've done a few stuff like this with, with fans and like the 77-78 season, Bob's 30 goal season. Yeah. It's for a lot of Everton fans. It's even like it's their favourite season, even more yeah. than the mid eighties. You know, it's just it's just mad. I think it's an age thing. As and well. where did we finish that season? Third. Third. Yeah, so yeah. So top scorers. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. The the problem you had um, was you had Liverpool, who European champions that year, and you had Forest who won just, it, yeah. who then won the European. Yeah, so yeah. you compete against two European Cup teams. But again, I say, and it's probably a bit harsh, maybe that team still wasn't good enough. Mm. You know, if you have a look at that team, how many of them would have got in Forest Liverpool team? Mm. Not many. If any of at all, but what they did there was for you know large part of the season played entertaining football. Mm. There was that sense of achievement, Bob getting thirty goals. Yeah, yeah. that we sort of won something. Won, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and uh, we'd had that long unbeaten run before Christmas of 20-odd games. And uh, sound like a decent side to we me, were, yeah, yeah. She seems to be playing it down a yeah, bit. Yeah, sound like a decent side. No, to no me. we were, we were yeah. for the um, you know, for a large part of the season mm. and but five one away wins, you know. Yeah. Um, we're still getting criticized by the press, by the way, for being <laughs> negative. Um, wow. but no, but the team you look at it and look yeah. at the players and you think, look at Forest's team and yeah, what they had yeah, in yeah, Liverpool, yeah, yeah. but still, I feel like a lot of Everton fans and I can understand that yeah. still love that season, still love it, yeah, you know, and yeah. Lee. I'd come in, so in 18 months he'd finished third, best since the title winning season, the 70. Yeah. You know, League Cup final, which not spoken about, unlucky against uh, Villa, mm. uh, another one. Um, and then obviously Liverpool League Cup semi-final, and then we'd obviously finished third, which is a good mm. start. I do, I do get to think about the goalie, you know, we had David Lawson in goal, you know, in yeah. 77, you know. See the goals in the League Cup final against Villa at Old yeah. Trafford, Peter Foz all cleared yeah. them. The two goals in the uh, the FA Cup semi final against the, Liverpool at Main Rose. That's Terry Mack chip him. The chip, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know where he stands him. And then he, he does a uh, punch, doesn't he? That balloons up into the air rather than going and going him. out the box, you know. So if you don't put Neville Shaltall in there, he might have a Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But because you know, people say, I think Shilton would have made a difference. I wouldn't say mm. he would have turned us into a tight winning team, but yeah, yeah. would have made a difference. Tried to get Shilton, didn't he? Uh, yeah, a couple of times, yeah. yeah. Well, the first time was in 74 where. I was talking to Doug McKenzie about this the other week because uh, he was saying that Bingham had said that Shilton was 300,000 he wanted for Shilton in 74. Yeah. So it's what Bob had gone for. Yeah, yeah. Not paying 300,000 for the goalkeeper because in those days, goalkeepers weren't like highly prized as what they are now. No. Where now you can get, you know, top class goalkeeper will cost the same as a top class striker. Yeah, yeah. Then they weren't. I mean, Lawson, David Lawson, we signed him in 72. This is record fee for the keeper, eighty thousand. Mm. But the transfer record for the players, two hundred and fifty thousand. So yeah, a third, so shows, yeah. a third of the price. Yeah. And uh, you know, Bingham didn't wouldn't pay three hundred thousand, and I think the club wouldn't pay three hundred thousand mm. in seventy seven. And I think Shilton, he was uh, he was top on top top money as well. Shilton, he was the yeah, most, yeah. he was the highest paid player in the country. Shilton, well, and I've been yeah. for like a lot. He only played in the country. Had a, at times, as I say, about twenty or thirty percent inflation. He had, he had a clause in his contract that went up every year to match the rate of inflation. Wow. You know, so that put put Man United off that. Yeah. Um, so that's why Shilton ended up at I mean, Forest, Bolton and Southampton. They were the only clubs who paid his wages. You know? Yeah. Good keeper, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, then he was, yeah. But was. For, um, Peter Taylor said that, didn't he? Um, club sidekick of Forest said that when Forest came up, the beat us their opening day of the season at Goodison. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said that when they came up they thought they'd get into Europe but when they bought Chilton they thought we can win the championship with Chilton <coughs> you know it's incredible isn't it yeah and, it's, and it's, it's, that, it's that easy but goalkeepers just weren't no. that prize well, Neff was 150 grand wasn't he yeah yeah. if you see him. what the fees for goalies then you can get top class yeah. keepers for, for buttons yeah yeah mad in comparison to yeah. what you can do now so you know so 78 Lee finishes third and then we didn't do good business you know kick on then no no Buy some good players, yeah. and then he bought uh, he bought Dave Thomas the, the summer before in seventy seven. And he bought I don't remember Mickey Walsh. I know, I yeah, know. Yeah, he was a striker from Blackpool, was it? Yeah, yeah. He bought him in the summer. The goal of the season, didn't yeah, he? and that was the only and thing he did in his career. Yeah. Though Liverpool were after him, you know, uh, yeah. and obviously Mickey Walsh, Steve Walsh, was his brother, you know. Yeah, yeah. He said I've been the director of football, 
I don't think Everton and the Walsh family mix, no, to they be don't honest mix yeah, very yeah. well now, sadly. And uh, Mickey just he, he's one of them, he's a good second division strike, he's just over promoted. Yeah. Uh, and he it's it's like now you buy a player from the championship, you scored a load of goals in the championship, come in the top flight and he does Can't nothing, do you know. Dwight Gale from yeah, Newcastle. And even um we always have Salis Park in two thousand fourteen, <laughs> by the way. Uh, <laughs> um the, the that that gap was still there then, even yeah. though the, the gap in the divisions wasn't, wasn't as, as big. Big yeah. now, you could still tell tell yeah. it wasn't. Walsh was immediately apparent. He wasn't. Uh, it wasn't good enough. He spent Gordon spent three hundred thousand on him. Uh, but then at the start of the season, we go on this long unbeaten run. Um, we're the last team unbeaten in the country at Christmas, and including that run, which I do. I think it's one of Everton's favourite afternoons, isn't it? Of a certain generation, even after that, like the Andy King derby, you know, in October seventy-eight. Yeah. We've not beaten Liverpool for seven years, and uh, I write a whole chapter on that. Brilliant. Yeah, because it's so memorable. You yeah. know. Yeah. They say Goodison under lights is great, but there's like a nice autumnal after the golden afternoon. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. hugely symbolic and. They were European champions. Right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, and, yeah that, and that was their best team, seventy-eight, seventy-nine. Yeah. And um, Andy King's goal and a memorable John Watson commentary. Yeah. The vice, who suspected favourite Liverpool above Evan, but that's just me. Yeah. And you know, you had all the ticket tape thing from the Argentina World Cup. So I'd try and capture all that Brilliant. in in the uh, in the book, you know, because it was such a um, such an emotional afternoon. Because yeah. I remember it very well. I've not been in Liverpool for seven years, you know. Uh, I thought that would be the longest period of time we'd ever go without the derby win. How, how wrong I was. How wrong, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so the whole chapter on that. And Kingy was a Andy King, sadly not with us, is no. no longer with us. Is uh, he liked a good goal on the telly, and he uh, he had us one right into the top corner, yeah. and famously covered also the famous interview afterwards with yeah. Richard Duckenfield, where the policeman, yeah, <laughs> and he does off. tell him to get yeah. off the pitch. He, he pushes them off the pitch, doesn't he? <laughs> so that's it. And then so Leek Le- Le- with was second in the table at Christmas and unbeaten, and then all of a sudden it just falls apart. You know. Easy. You know, uh, because Lee Gordon, I think he, I don't think he knew how to build teams. I think, as I say in the book, that as a manager, I think you've got two things to do when you join a club: is a get the players that you inherited working properly and organised properly, and get the best out of them. Um, but then, after you've done that, buy place, play in your own style. What's your chosen style? Yeah. And I can think of two or three Everton managers, like Martinez was one who could do well with the players and heads, but when he's trusting with his own players his and own stuff, thing. it doesn't doesn't happen. <laughs> I think to be fair, it probably happened with Joe Royal as well. Um, so I say that Gordon was like that. Mm. He was great at getting the best out of players well, he inherited and he was he liked players who worked hard. Um but he, he sort of buying players who were twenty nine thirty, you know, he sold so that um, Martin Dobson, who was 30, bought Ace Alford, who was 30. But yeah. why don't you buy a younger player? You yeah, know, we bought yeah. Brian Kidd, who was 30. You know, well, you're not going to progress no. doing that and play big money for them. And I think. Again, uh, synergy. Yeah. Synergy and now. Yeah. I think in the early seven, in 79, it was really cold winter, and Gordon got a major cob on over gold, cold pitches, mighty pitches, oh, you know. Yeah. And you could, he started feeling, after 18 months where he thought he was the Messiah, he started to. Crack up a little bit. Yeah. I think the pressure started to get at them. And I think, to be fair to Gordon, where he was really unlucky was obviously with Liverpool, 
is there's a gap now, but that's when the big gap started to appear. Yeah, yeah. Before Gordon, it was always nip and tuck. Oh, Liverpool, yeah, yeah. mid seventies. Okay, they won a couple of extra titles, <coughs> but you never thought. You thought we can get that back. Yeah, yeah. You know that that being the history of Merseyside football, you yeah. can get it back. But all of a sudden in 77, 78, we start Liverpool started. win European Cups. That's on Gordon's watch. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think of all the Everton managers, he was the most affected by yeah. events across the park. You know, and I think. Um, he, I think he always felt that he was just unlucky. Yeah, I, I think, think it's that sheepskin coat. Well, they all, but there's a great, that's there's a, the thing. There's a great one that I've got at home. A great <laughs> still of Everton Aston Villa in February '81, where there's McMahon, Latchford, and Gordon Lee sitting on the bench, and they've all got massive sheepies on. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was like the air, wasn't it, for yeah. a for a football that man? Was what it was, yeah. yeah, and then then it all fell apart. He felt he mm. had. Going back to money was quite a big thing, even then, you know, for players. So he had like quite an, he had that, that position you don't want to be in, where you've got a group of players where quite a few of them are entering, they've got one last contract left yeah, in them. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he had like players at 28, 29 yeah. who've got he one contract one left. contract left, yeah. Or not, or not happy with their terms. And he ended up, I mean, Bob went on strike, which is mad. In, in the 79, 80, yeah. Bob went on strike, sitting in the stands. Completely fit. Team of playing, team playing on the pitch. Bob's on strike. Imagine that now. Uh, so he fell out with um, Colin Todd, McPedrick, Dave yeah. Thomas. All left the club. Because right. oh, Gordon's man management wasn't that great. Yeah. Uh, and he brought a few people in who just weren't, weren't good enough. No. And then the writing was on the wall. Then you know uh, he got lucky with the FA Cup run in eighty. Yeah. Uh, got beat by West Ham. Uh, Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard. Yeah. 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 Flag. yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of like the first real yeah. memory. I can, you know, the knowing you can just think back to uh, yeah. remember that, like that yeah. up. It is, and that's one. Of the, like, there's a backstory to that, which is, mm. I say in the book that that's another one that Everton moans, isn't it? Only Everton could concede like a play they scored once every year or something yeah, scores yeah. in a FA Cup semi final against Everton. But there's a little bit more to it than that, you see, because what happened was. In for the second game that he played Alan's Rose, Alan Davis, who was a great player, played for yeah, West, West Ham, yeah, wide, yeah. wide left. Gordon moved uh, John Gidman to uh, play right side the midfield to block him off. Right, yeah. So if you've seen that, Kevin Knack was playing in that game. Right, Because yeah. Billy Wright moved to full back, right back, yeah. and, and Gordon had brought Kevin Knackliffe in to yeah, play centre half. Yeah, yeah. Um, so why did you do that in the FA Cup yeah, semi Second game. Change the sense of defence. So if you watch that header, Lampard gets between. I can't remember the other sense. It was Mickey Lyons, Mickey, Mickey Lyons, yeah. and Ratcliffe because never played together before. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're playing a second division team, and you're blocking off. You, you you're changing the team to match their strengths. Well, actually, shouldn't you be? You should be forced. So, on so, them, so yeah. why, so why you you've basically wasted your right back? What's their right back What's doing? doing? He's yeah. popping up in the area to score the winner, yeah. and that's Crazy. the that's the difference between managers who win trophies and don't. Yeah, yeah. He was too more worried about well, stopping yeah. the second division team playing rather than the winning the game himself, and that was an undercurrent, I think. Yeah, but not just with Lee, I think with Bingham as well. And uh, I thought Gordon said he was unlucky, but a lot of it he just he contributed to himself, self inflicted, yeah. you know. Then we get to eighty one. Um, he that year though, didn't he? Yeah, well, yeah, famously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a funny... Mm -hmm. Gordon had some great comedy moments, didn't he? Um, 
you know, I think they played. There's, there's famous one where they played. You know, they played Duckler Park in the in the, the UEFA Cup and uh, Gordon said to the pressman, um, "We've been drawn against Duckler Prague, um, but the the game's not in in Prague. It's in a place called Praha." <laughs> <laughs> No, no, Gordon. It's no, the same, same place. place yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's semi far. Uh, the, the game against Liverpool in 81. So, start off the season well. Brought in your McMahon had come in, McBride. Yeah, yeah. We played some really good stuff. But we're tanking after Christmas. So, Gordon's basically his futures on the, the FA Cup run. Yeah. Beat Arsenal. Yeah. Good, some great. Yeah, he's played Liverpool. And uh, <laughs> Gordon, he just. Um, Eric Harrison, Gordon's doing his team talk. Yeah. Eric Harrison, who was like um, his coach, wasn't he? During the, during the talk, gives Gordon to, to match ball, so Gordon takes him. Finishes the team talk. Signs him, you know, best wishes Gordon Lee. Yeah. Eric Harrison goes, Gordon Lee in the match balls. You can let Luke Gordon's going on fish like that. Trying to scrub his signature the signature. Oh, my God. No. And then we beat Liverpool, but that was another highlight, wasn't it? Emre Verardi. Avi Cowan on goal or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though uh, Peter Riso got yeah, given the goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bookies paid out on Easter in that game, you know. Do you? Bookies paid out on Easter. Yeah, he was like my first deal. Like he was the one because he was a forward. Yeah, yeah. Loved that. I was loved. That. I like. Yeah, he was very underrated. Easter was great with his back to goal. Back to goal. Yeah, yeah. I think I say in the book that. If he if he'd had the turn of pace, he would have been international yeah, class because yeah. he could read the game really well. He could bring yeah. players into it. He's a good nice finisher. Finish, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he just lacked that little bit of pace, no pace that you need at international level, mm. you know. And so we beat Liverpool. Clad Thomas was the the referee in that game, by the way. Incredible. Beat Southampton. Famous game of God's name, Keith. Yeah, yeah, under lights. See, and these then, are the games now. Where yeah, I see, I see. I'm on them. Yeah, your eyes are lighting up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Man City was the quarter. Yeah, I don't thing. think. Hopefully, I've not been boring you for twenty minutes. No, no, fan, no yeah. you haven't. No. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. But that's right. But, yeah. And then so we get to eighty-one. I get the and so key game of Leasy get time. Manchester City uh, quarter final. Yeah. Two teams in similar positions. They're completely overshadowed by Liverpool, uh, Man United. Yeah. We are by Liverpool. Yeah. They just got John Bond in, and uh, the, the, I remember that the quarter final game at, at Goodison. Somebody there's great. There's a great line by uh, somebody in the Richard Boss. I think it was in the Sunday Express. Says the teams came out like two juggernauts trying to <laughs> fighting for the, the the same lane on the motorway. Yeah. You know, at seventy miles an hour. You know, it was it was just chaotic. Was just, yeah, and. Um, we're winning two one, and then the key thing, Lee constantly went on about this. Um, for years after two one, and Emery Ferrari intercepts a back pass and takes yeah. a back pass. Joe Corrigan should have scored the Gladys and puts it in the side net. Yeah, two one over, isn't it? And then, does, so. and then I, ironically enough, Paul Power later wins the title with us. He equalised right at the day right for City. End, won it, yeah. And then he's on two all, and thinking we're not going to not going to get this. Then we got B three one and battered in, away, didn't we? In, in Main Road yeah. and. That was it, you know. Go, I mean, Philip Carter wasn't one of his finest hours in that. After that game, it's obvious Gordon's going to go. Yeah. I mean, Carter comes out and says to the press, "We're going to be looking at you know reviewing the manager's position." Uh, you know, after after this defeat, well, it's quite obvious what's going to what's happen going here, Philip. Yeah. It's like you're going to be sacking again. So yeah. sack him now. Yeah, because he's not going to do anything between now, you know, in the next sort of six weeks no. to keep a job. It's just like a now and and 
the worst thing about Gordon didn't know about it, you know. So the first time Gordon had heard about it was from the press. <coughs> And so it wasn't one of Carter's. Uh, I, I get the impression that Carter didn't like him. Yeah, yeah. He was very terse. Mm. You know, he didn't say like when Lee left. Oh, thanks for going. You yeah, great yeah, service. Yeah. You know, even lucky you got a you know final couple of semi-finals, all this type of stuff. Europe. He was just said he did a good job, but it wasn't good enough. Yeah. Type stuff. So I got the impression that he he didn't really like he him. didn't like him or didn't get on. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. The, the, that was the undercurrent. Because we had a poor end to that season, didn't we? Well, the fell apart after the yeah. season. We ended up losing virtually every game. Yeah, yeah. And um, then it's low down. Didn't so eighty one, summer eighty one. That's it. You you saw there, last chance saloon, isn't mm -hmm. it? You know because get it wrong now. And you could be almost dare I say the Sunderland's Newcastle Sheffield Wednesdays yeah. giants of English football. In the past, yeah, who were all in were just lower divisions yeah, or whatever, yeah. not won anything, for, you know, for that for ages, and so they couldn't. They wanted Robson, though, you know, but yeah. they had a off difference when the UEFA Cup the final, like, yeah. Cup final yeah. and there being a, an agreement that the start of the season that he couldn't poach managers during the season. So the the there was still three weeks left of the season when they sacked Lee, yeah. So they couldn't get Robson, though he was the first choice, um, and then. Looking and there was a couple of people they looked at. Uh, I think Ron Saunders, a fella, was was one. Um, and then they obviously chose Howard. Seen Howard, which yeah. was a massive gamble. Well, I mean, yeah. Howard, Howard had been at Blackburn two years. He'd obviously done well. He got them from third to the second division. Mm. Missed out and promoted to the top flight on the final day of the yeah. 81 season. Um, obviously, great player for Everton. Won stuff. Highly regarded in the game. Mm. Still, only Howard would be what thirty-five, wasn't he? Yeah, really young. Um, still playing, still playing. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's what I say in the book. I said like Howard's problem was when he left in seventy-four, he was the best player at the club. When he came back in eighty-one, he, he was, was still, still probably the best, the best player at the yeah. club. If you see him that season, come on, come on. Did he play? A, did he play half a dozen games? games? Yeah, yeah. He's obviously. And he me that. I remember. Yeah. Again, it, it's like that first season. I remember I was like, the manager's playing. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he went, watch how good he is. And yeah. he was brilliant. He'd yeah. just sit in that middle of the, number six on his back or whatever he had for yeah. whatever. And he'd just pop it off. Yeah. The little, you know, the eye leg in the neck yeah, was yeah, there. Yeah. And he was brilliant. Yeah. One touch stuff. And you were like, he's a hard manager. Yeah. You know what? And, that, and that, was, that, was, that was actually a good move. So, Howard. I mean, so, we had day one. But the biggest thing in the year, like the real most vividest thing in my mind, Alan Bailey's chip against Birmingham. Yeah, when you he know, thought that, Alan Bailey was going to be like the great... Uh, he was going to be the... Yeah. Not Stuart Locker, like he was going to be yeah. the one that carried us to glory. Yeah, he? and it, it worked out quite uh, quite badly. Yeah, yeah so Howard, Howard, we don't have to go through the magnificent seven people know that story and yeah, you know, yeah. that, but he, Bailey was an incestant one. He was an example of... Howard had a nasty edge. Yeah, yeah. As a manager, which yeah. is for all the joy to Viva and Champagne and you know, I'm rather shoulder, I love Howard and stuff yeah. like this, you know, good for a laugh and all this. He did have quite a nasty streak yeah. with players on occasion, sometimes unjustified. I think he uh he put Billy Rice out to dry, you know, over the fitness thing. Yeah. He didn't have overweight to tell the press that. Yeah. that he was overweight. He could have just said he's been off for discipline issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as soon as he said he's overweight, yeah. Everyone's then, on it. Then, then, then he's on it then. Yeah, he could have just, yeah. So that's the end of it. We finished, end, end of the career. Yeah. yeah. Um, like he was all right for times, Billy Wright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and uh, Barry was another one. Um, bought him in, paid big money, three hundred thousand. He was another one. I would he'd come to Goodison. I would said, oh, he's got a goal every second game, you know, mm. record. Well, how would that's in the second division, yeah. third division? He'd only played like seven or eight matches in the top flight, I think, for Derby. So Howard was buying players at the time. I think that if Blackburn had been promoted to the top flight, he, he bought them for Blackburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But buying players for Everton is a completely different thing. <laughs> yeah. And I think the players he bought early on were very much like just the same level or even worse than what he had in Heritage, you know. And Barley was one of them. And he played at Arsenal in the league and uh, Alan wasn't very good. And Howard absolutely rollicked them mm. on the coach. We, in front of the players quite badly and the dressing room and told the press afterwards. He said he said he said told the press afterwards, Alan Barley was not up to scratch. If we could substitute them, I would have done, you know. Roll off them on the coach and Alan Barley was in tears. Awesome. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think so Howard did for all the ruthless side. Yeah, it? but I think as I said, I think there's a difference between ruthless and nasty. Right, okay, yeah. So we had that. And and I think Howard on occasions I think early in his career, I think as his career developed, he, he sort of like with experience yeah. and confidence. But I think early on he could he could actually overdo it a little bit. Right, yeah. And I think he did it with uh, saying with Billy Wright and with, mm. with Alan Barley, where yeah. he it was a little bit too much. And so you get that but thing. Barley went, no, he didn't. I mean, he didn't last the season. No. I mean, a lot, a lot of them didn't. Mickey Thomas was another one. Sick. How many games? 11 or 11 like games. That. And Mickey Thomas, he got from Man United. Yeah. He, uh, and Howard's quite right on this occasion. He said, uh, I don't want to play in the reserves in Newcastle. Now it says, Well, you know, you don't choose when you play. Off, mate. Off you go, yeah. So, and so, he was a big deal then. Yeah, 400,000. Yeah. Um, and so you get that. All you the five goal Fergie, didn't we? Five, yeah, 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 yeah. I talk about the size of his feet famously. In, in, size in the, six, was it? Yeah, it's six something like that. Hard, wasn't uh, he talked talk, talk about that in the book. He, I mean, the best three were like Nevin, Jim Arnold, weren't yeah, they? Nevin, they, Jim. Mick they, Walsh was decent as well. And the Walsh yeah, was, yeah, yeah centre-back. Yeah, yeah. But I think, um, I think Nev, yeah, was the one that people remember. And not really, so therefore not really bad for Howard. Mm. Uh, I think by the time you get to the winter of 81. Yeah. And, and so what happens then, you get this extraordinary thing where the reserve team at the start of the season is the first team by the January. So I just go to Reggie's. You know, the start of 81, 82. I've still got some of the team sheets and I have to like Southall, Higgins, Ratcliffe, Stevens, Richardson, Sharp, Irvin, McMahon, all playing for the reserves. Oh, well, he, yeah. So it's playing in January. That is the first, in the first scene, yeah. You know, uh, and so I think. Uh, I think we could do with that now, Goff. Yeah, well, Howard was lucky. Yeah, Howard was lucky. Yeah. Brian Glanville from the Sunday Times always used to say Howard was a lucky manager. And I think he was there because. If he didn't have those talents, yeah. and let's face it, they all became part of the best team in Europe, five or six of them, mm. four or five years later, by the middle of the first season, now it's probably gone. Yeah. You I know, suppose people are saying the same about Fer Alex Fergus, no way to Well, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, he, he was that, lucky. He'd obviously got United into a good place, but that, yeah. that, that's where he was lucky. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, not with Howard, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Ha Harry had the same thing. You know, look mm. at the, the people that came through the youth system at Belfield in the mid '60s. You know, Tommy Wright, Joe Rowe, Colin Harvey. Yeah, people yeah. like that. Definitely. John Hurst. Um, so Howard was lucky. Mm. So then he he sort of did well. Ended up finishing seventh, and Sharpie mm. had a good season. Yeah, if you remember his first season, done really well. Well, it's, it's his second season in the club, first four Volley seasons. Against, team, yeah. That's I'm sure when I spoke to him, I was like. Obviously, the Tottenham volley was incredible, yeah, yeah. the 1-1 draw, but 
It's Wally against Leeds. We beat Leeds at home in the night game, and he scored the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And not, that's the thing. Not, none of it was televised. No, I mean, and he was, the Spurs game televised. Yeah, but the the Leeds the game Leeds, wasn't. And he scored like, against Forest as well. Yeah, we beat yeah. Forest in the night game, two one. Two two goals. But, yeah, yeah got like two that last night. minute. Yeah, I love yeah, this. Yeah, eighty one, eighty two. I remember yeah, yeah. a kid. You see, yeah, so it's all of this is really like visceral yeah. to me. It's yeah. like when you're talking, I'm going. I'm, Sat in the low bullens, my dad, yeah, my little brother. It's great. Them goals are like, and and yeah. so the most promise at the end, mm. you could see how was East Coast scored the final game of the season. We drew one one with Wolves at home, yeah, yeah. and I was in the street. And it was the first game I'd gone yeah. with me mates from school. My dad allowed me to go oh, okay. forty six yeah. from Penny Lane. All the way down, we were sat, we were stood on right to yeah. the front of the street end, and their goalie, Paul Bradshaw, Bradshaw. was there. Big perm, didn't he, Paul Bradshaw? Big perm. Yeah, yeah, Someone yeah. put up a shoe and an handbag yeah. on the thing <laughs> for him, and he'd given him stick because yeah. he had the long hair, and he was, yeah. like, he was great, but he still scored a shoe. Yeah. I think Mel Eves equalised for them. All right, okay. 2-1-1. One, one. Oh, these statos in football. No, uh, it's, this but, is uh, just literally yeah, from I can't, that game. I remember, yeah, because that was one, I, that was the, I can't remember, that was a, whatever, I went every first, Season, I've probably gone to every game, eighty one, eighty two, yeah. for a number of reasons. I had the paper round, I think, as the old joke goes. <laughs> and, but I remember that, that was a and so we finished the season on a high, finished yeah. seventh or eighth. And yeah, he, yeah. Howard Simons, after his first one, did make. Obviously, he bought into in the in the January. Yeah. In a in a, one of them little sliding door moments where um, a deal for Michael Robinson from Brighton fell through. Right. Um, so we were supposed to sign Michael Robinson, he didn't, so we had the money, so we bought Inchi, which is funny, isn't it? My favourite player. And uh, he's my favourite player as yeah. well, by the way, yeah, I love Inchi. Yeah. And so we bought Inchi, then he bought Kevin Sheedy in the summer. So all of a sudden, you, you can see yeah. And then he, the following year, we obviously got the 5-0 against <laughs> Liverpool, but one of the things with Howard is that he, his defensive, defensive was always very sound. So, mm. I mean, at Blackburn, I think 100 league, I think they conceded. 63 goals in 88 league matches but only scored 100 oh, so okay. if you think how, yeah. how good you get two, nearly two promotions out of scoring a goal a game yeah. that means your defence is great and, and that, that's the theme that people forget in Howard's first three or four years and when he was really struggling in 83 was nobody complained about the defence yeah, it was defensively it was pretty it was sound. We very right. rarely got a pace them. No, the 5-0 game we got a pace them. but, but that, that season 10 the 5-0 season yeah 82, 83, wasn't it? I think it was 82, 83. We started off, we beat, when we beat Villa 5-0, beat Spurs and Villa in the week. European champions, Villa. Villa, were, Villa yeah, yeah. beat them 5-0, yeah. scored. I, what I remember again, another game. Yeah, and they beat Spurs, beat Spurs 3-1, and then they're flying, and then they get beat in Notts County, which of course <laughs> Howard sort of, uh, every time you've read a progress, we, we did something stupid. Yeah, yeah. But 80, there was a turning point actually, where he was, where he dropped Billy Wright. Yeah. He was left then with the decision he replaced, and, that, and that's the first time when Ratcliffe and Higgins played centre defence, right. and they were a really good partnership. Yeah, yeah, and from yeah. then on, Howard's teams are good for the next five years, and RD conceded there's less than a goal a game. Yeah, incredible. You know, yeah. and all of that came from Billy Wright. He was, he was quite lucky, really, that he'd never have bought Kevin Sheedy if he hadn't have sold Mickey Thomas. Because Mickey Thomas played left Mickey midfield. Thomas was left mid, yeah. So he was quite lucky. The two big decisions he made, selling Mickey Thomas, dropping Billy Wright to be overweight, mm. he actually benefited Benefit from them in the long term because yeah. he got Kevin Sheedy and he got Kevin Ratcliffe then yeah. playing centre defence. Ratcliffe's coming as a left back, didn't Yeah, he? yeah. And he never looked, to be fair, like Kevin, you know. He uh, says himself, don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, 
Higgins and Rackliffe looked the part. Yeah, so he yeah. finished the season really well again. I mean, that was the thing with Howard. He always finished seasons really Strongly, well. Yeah. If you have a look at the first three campaigns, mm. last seven, eight games, always win six or seven. Yeah. Do you see a sign for the future when they play Man United in the FA Cup quarterfinal, March 83? Oh, yeah. Um, you know... Um, Stapleton. Yeah, like 93rd. Maybe McCarthy. But we played brilliant in that game. Maybe. Yeah, brilliant game. And you can see, you can see then... This team's going places if they get, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the nil-nil at Anfield as well. Yeah, Jim following. Unbelievable, yeah, wasn't yeah. Well, Jim, Jim Arnold's from Everlesk, wasn't he? Yeah. Both Old Trafford and Anfield, mm. you know. Just didn't look like yeah. it. He looked about 60 yeah, because yeah. of his hair. His well, hair. He, he was a balding accountant. Yeah, uh, that was it. So, something that I can familiarise myself with. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, he was 30, 31, but mm. he was good. Arnold, he was a decent keeper. Yeah. And then we get to, you know, 83. You've got, um, you know, we end up finished seventh. Yeah. And then you can see, you know, you've got Sharp and Heath beginning to, to, to play well up front. Mm. Kevin is, Kevin just looked quality from the moment. Just he, walked he in. He just yeah. walked in, didn't he? Yeah. The thing with Sheeth, he was. Richard was well, Kevin. Richard, Richard, yeah. Well, love Richard. Fantastic yeah. player. He, when Sheedy played, the, the width of the pitch opened up. We yeah. just looked a lot wider, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And Richard was, um, Richard was, I, I sat, it was left out of the book. And, and he'd obviously bought Reed by 82, yeah, 83 dollars. Well, yeah. Reed, he wasn't getting the game. No. Um, I always say that Richardson's like sort of like the George Harrison to Reed and Bracewell's Lennon McCarthy. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but Richard was a great player in his own right. So it was him and McMahon mm. in the middle. Yeah. 83. Now, had any B in Anfield six years later? They Arsenal for a title, aren't they? Arsenal, yeah. Liverpool, yeah. you know. Um, Oh, Richard was a great... Was, Fantastic. I, I think so. You, know, you see documentaries and say, oh, utility player stepped in. No, Richard was a good enough player. He was player. just a good player. Yeah, yeah. It's just that he had, sadly for him, he had started players yeah. who were better. But he was a far better player when he left. I mean, if you think about it, just 10 years after... Uh, yeah, 10 years after he left Evan, he was lifting the League Cup with Villa at Wembley. He should never have been yeah, in Italy. Yeah, I mean, to, to all due respect, he would have been captain... If the stage would have been captain Evan in the early yeah, 90s. 100%. Captain Villa, yeah. Uh, Harper as well as another yeah, one yeah. well Alan was great 86-87 wasn't yeah. he I would say about the thing about Richo is 83-4 the Cup semi-final against Villa at Goodison <laughs> in the first half he busts his elbow and a bone in the lower bone, arm yeah. plays in the yeah. second half scores and then at the end clears one off the line with his other yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and uh, then doesn't play and then comes back for the, the FA Cup game against North County with the cast on, scores after two minutes. Mm. That's being hard, that, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you could see the team developing. Mm. Then he bought Howard bought Sever in, in the summer. Uh, he was after him for ages at Burnley. Um, he'd been, you know, sort of after him for 18 months. Yeah. Yeah. He'd seen him a lot at Burnley. And saying the book, he, uh, he, he said, I want to see him away from home. See, because see how play. Some mm. players are different, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. So uh, midweek, then because the reserve games and thirteen games and stuff always tended to be on the, the same day. Yeah, so, yeah. and so he could only go to see Bernie play midweek. So he drove to Lincoln Howard, right? Uh, uh, March eighty two to watch Sever play. Uh, went behind the goal, lasted twenty minutes. Said yeah. saw it all at scene then. That was just yeah, uh, yeah. So drove all the way to Lincoln for twenty minutes. To see Sever said he was magnificent. He's seen him against Liverpool. Yeah. He played against Liverpool. Who for Burnley in the league? Yeah, yeah. And he was really yeah, good. They, they wanted him. As yeah, well. yeah. Well, he thought 
well, Howard thought he was the only person who was mm. after him, but Bob Paisley used to go as yeah, well. Yeah. Paisley said that in, every time he saw Stephen, he was getting substituted. Right. Um, so he didn't know whether he had the stamina. Yeah. But Howard obviously saw things differently and mm. he, he bought him. He, he wants a brace well as well, but he didn't have the money. Yeah. Uh, so he bought Trevor, and then 83, 84, you've got this slow start mm. where you don't, you know, and then not conceding goals, but then we lose 3 0, don't we, in the derby in the November, and then we're getting beat. And then we're. Uh, I was on the. Know, was on the yeah, we were talking about the Coventry game before we came on air. That was yeah. the big game, the League Cup. The League Cup, yeah. Getting beat 1 0, 10 minutes left. Mm. Uh, we'd had the leaflets at Chesterfield, Howard mm -hmm. and Ken, uh, Howard and Carter out. Uh, those you said you got one to Coventry, yeah, yeah. I think we still had a few left. Yeah, yeah. Someone's passing them now. We're getting, beat ten, we're getting beat ten minutes left, and then Peter Reid comes on yeah. to booze, as I recall. Yeah. Uh, and then Inchy scores and Sharpie being Sharpie. clattered. Injured. Yeah, injured. Limp, clattered. Chanette's one in as he's yeah. limping. In front of nine thousand and eighty yeah. spectators, including ourselves. Yeah. In the street and then, people, But then it wasn't it took a bit of a time. They got a couple of decent results. They won at Man United. And then by the Christmas, you're thinking how it's going in. You know, yeah. I think Well Grey come in, didn't yeah. Andy Grey come in, because I remember his name. Yeah. We beat Forrester old yeah. one yeah. and he yeah. takes it on the chest yeah. and then she knocks it in and we beat them and you think, We're up and yeah. running now. And then not you know. And again, he couldn't score goals by Christmas. You know, I say mm. about defensively, played 21 games, only conceded 21 goals. Oh, right. Okay. Only scored 11. Half a goal a game. And uh, that was the difference. So it was always a question, I think. When the team starts scoring, we'll be all right here because we'll be we're not going to be. Yeah. And then um, we got beat heavily at Wolves 3 0, did not won. All the air or something, yeah. three 0 and he's thinking. Rushed, he? Then that was, I think Howard may have, well, I think Howard handed his resignation and Phil, Phil Carter ejected it. Yeah. Um, then we we won at Birmingham. That was the one. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. Birmingham, I think I think they knew that was the last chance to learn the players. Yeah. I think Howard did. Yeah. And then they went to Stoke famously. Um, I was quite comforted when I was doing my research to find out that famous story about Howard opening the the, the, the dressing room window. Yeah. Um, that's not one of those apocryphal tales that comes out about 25 years later. That was said at the time. At the time, yeah. That, Howard quoted that story yeah. to the press the on, the on the day. On the day. Because I was at Stoke. Yeah, um, yeah, day, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. Andy, because Andy King had been dropped and King, he was in the, right behind us in the stands and we were going, Andy, he's dropped going, I'm injured, I'm injured, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I'll you know. Yeah, we were right behind uh, yeah. the goal, weren't we? And, and I felt sorry Excellent. for King because he, he he played and he'd, he'd be in a few near misses and yeah, just as yeah. it was getting good, he, he got a bad injury, if you remember, the Sunderland's when he'd done, he was doing really well. Doing they were right again, yeah. I think he'd done his crucius. Um, and then we, we beat Stoke and then the famous Oxford game. But I I, I think that's one of the reasons why he's my favourite player because his goals at the start of 84 oh. made an enormous difference. Yeah. He scored, you know, he scored at against Spurs, uh, no, two against Spurs, they won the league, Hats against Notts County, he scored, at Oxford scored in the, <coughs> uh, in, in the replay, uh, and then we go to Gillingham in the FA Cup, really tough, three matches, Steve Bruce, Tony, that's yeah. the other turning point, isn't Cascarino, it? Tony Cascarino, one on one, one, with, on Nev. one with Nev, and he he saves if he yeah. scores there, we're out the FA Cup. I yeah. think he said he's seen out quite a few times and said since, you know, afterwards that, uh, you know, he kept his job, doesn't he, like, yeah. 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 And have you ever had Tony Cascarino talk where he talks about what was going through his... No. Oh, no. yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he talked, because what had happened, I think for some reason, he'd thrown everybody up, and he yeah. was standing on the halfway he line on broke, his own. Yeah. The ball gets played out, 
Yeah, and he, and he says what he's thinking about. As he's running. And, he's, and he says, you've got to, you know, it's muddy pits, keep control, because you're going to miss this, you're going to miss it. And he's just, it's just, the Nev was fantastic. Nev, yeah, it's yeah. a straight at Nev. Went 3-0, then we beat, he ends up not counting, and Southampton. <sighs> FA Cup. Inchy again. Yeah. Just uh, Inchy. Hybrid, yeah. Yeah, that, that's my favourite Everton goal, that. Just the way he adjusts himself. Yeah, well yeah, and yeah. The fans he played. on the pitch, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he, he was a Kenny great goal. was the last person to touch the ball in that. Was he? Yeah, yeah, last, yeah. In that game, he was yeah. the last as they're ready to blow the whistle. Yeah, the yeah. And, and he... Then Bedlam breaks out. Yeah, it was literally. And, um, yeah, that's me. I was right on the north bank behind behind the goal, you know. And like, the goal's there and we're right behind. You just shear it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you knew yeah. things happening then because that I suppose going back to the, the unlucky they 70s were yeah when well, they finished yeah. second mm. that, going back to the unlucky 70s those things happened against us yeah we never did things. that yeah 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 so when that happened when we did that to somebody else you know yeah we're, yeah, we're on, it, it, we're yeah. on it yeah and they finished the league well they only lost three of the last 21 matches mm. and we just play Watford again, yeah we got to uh, you know, Watford we're always going to win I think yeah, yeah it's just in the start that's a good side yeah. Well, it, yeah, and he, Howard was good in that. He never rested on his laurels. That the league form in eighty three, eighty four was after Christmas was still good, even though they were fighting on two, two, two cups. Yeah. So we covered the league cup final against Liverpool, where they were they were unlucky at Wembley. Uh, Alan Hansen and Ball, you know, but in main road he was just as good. Yeah. Um, so you see the good team, and like the league form was good, and he got that way of playing where they play really high line. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they compress the play into. You know, twenty yards either side of the halfway line. Ratcliffe and Matt. I mean, Derek was quite quick. Actually, yeah, he gets, Derek, he gets, yeah. you think he could be a look ungainly, but yeah. he was quick, Derek. Was quick, yeah. And that's obviously was like an Olympic sprinter, wasn't he? And Gary Stevens was really quick. Mm. Um, play a high line, anything over the top, the defensive yeah. pick up, and then Reedy then would just basically nick the ball in that area, wouldn't he? And it's that wide for Sheedy and stuff. And Jack impression, Mr. Yeah. Colin Harvey brought it. Yeah, yeah, just... and and. You know, and obviously Ralph Langwick Howard, spoke about yeah, it last week. Yeah, he, yeah, and, and that's it. If you watch, you know, won the FA Cup, obviously. Um, but going on to eighty four five, is that that's the one characteristic that was set them apart. If you watch like uh, close to the, what's the United game five nil? Yeah. You know, if you watch that in the second half, we're winning five nil. I think I, think, I don't remember this. Remy Moses picking picks the ball and like. And there's five Everton players around just him. Just around him together. Yeah. yeah. That was the thing. Yeah, I, remember just, just, yeah, people, yeah. I remember Clough talking about it, saying, yeah. you pick a ball up and there's four rounds. Yeah, and yeah. He's just so hard they to work, play. They worked really hard. They didn't give yeah. the opposition. wasn't pretty to watch, um, some would say. Mm. I think the press, when you get it to 84-5 and the top of the league and stuff. Team and no stars. Team man. and no stars, yeah. I think, I think, and I think they were probably right. I mean, mm. Spurs, Man United, probably week in, week out, probably played a bit more flair, a bit more attack and panache but we were hugely effective we could play when we wanted to Mm. but I think Howard just wanted the title I don't think he cared how he won the title no in 84, 85 does he care now? no no, exactly I think he he, he didn't he he just wanted to win the title and I think you know we we got criticised in some courses for for basically maybe not even making the most of the our ability, especially mm. away from home. You know, if you if you look at that, twelve away wins that season, ten of them by the odd goal. We never went away from we never home. Never destroyed teams. You know, no, no, not really. And we should have done because yeah. we did. We, we had, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the quality, yeah, but yeah. I think Howard 
just wanted to get the three points. Get the results yeah, yeah. Off. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, and, and I think away from home, the press and they just squeeze the life out of yeah, the opposition, yeah, yeah. waiting for them. Some, somebody, <coughs> unfairly, perhaps, but I can see where they're coming from. We won a Southampton 2 1 they, late in the, the season. Yeah, 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 April, I think. April 2 yeah. 1. Yeah, Richo, Richo came in, scored two goals. Yeah, yeah. And somebody said we were like, one of them baseliners in tennis that just gets the ball over the net and waits for the opposition to, to hit the ball out. Yeah, yeah. Wait for them to make a mistake. Yeah. We won 2-1 that day and both came from their mistakes but we punished yeah. them. But that's a skill in itself. Yeah. So, But we could play with Flair, beat United 5-0, fantastic. Forest 5-0. Mm. Um, Superb against Forest. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Newcastle the January 4-0. Four four. Oh, sublime. Fantastic. Sublime, yeah. you know. And... Um, but at its heart was a team that worked really, you know, yeah. really resilient, really fit, but worked really hard. And oh, I mean, I think as I say in the book that Reed and Bracewell, unusually for the midfield pair, do quite alike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think there was like concern at the time. Well, they're two alike. What did he give yeah. us? That's different. Um, okay, there was there was differences. Reed, he could. Better sure passer maybe moving the ball forward and taking the ball up pitch. Place could hit it. It's yeah, wrong passing. But essentially, they were quite similar. Yeah. But I think Howard wants it that way because they both pressed in the same way. Yeah. So it enabled them to apply double the pressure. Yeah. In the centre of the park, if you'd had say McMahon and Reed, McMahon was too ill disciplined. Yeah, yeah. He'd leave. Gaps. And and he'd yeah. leave gaps. Mm. He'd go wandering around the yeah, pitch. He was yeah, a bit too to headstrong at yeah. that stage in his career. You know, but where Bracewell was a little bit cooler. Mm. Um, and I think him and Reid, though they had differences, they had, the way they were alike, that really benefited that, us. Yeah, the, way, yeah. the way that gave him Bob pressing, yeah. you know, enabled us to do that. Uh, and we also, you know, Sharp and Inchi before he was injured. Um, best player in the country when he got injured, oh, Inchi, wasn't he? By far. He, yeah, he was just fantastic. He's the best player outfielder. When he got injured, he's the best outfielder I've seen play for Everton. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought he was brilliant. He was a brilliant. He yeah, was just. Yeah. He had everything. Yeah, yeah, good in the air. Yeah. He's only small, obviously. Yeah. Good sort goal in him. Yeah. Oh, like well, there's goal. He, he could. He like could. Centre midfield in the FA Cup final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, well, he came to the he club. He wanted midfield. Midfield. He wanted yeah, to yeah. play midfield. Yeah. You know, but that's why he'd fallen out at Stoke. Yeah. Because um, he wanted them to play up front with yeah. Lee Chapman. He said, "No, I want to play midfield." And 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 in she. Like all the best players, he had the real nasty streak. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He could, he could leave his foot in and see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that told him he's sharp. Yeah, yeah. Really but I, I think in, but because Inchi, because he's a little bit smaller and stuff, and, and he was face. like really skillful player. Yeah, yeah. baby face. He could, but Inchi could be nasty. Yeah. Uh, and his injury, you know, you're thinking when you get injured in '84, thinking oh, this is going to be the one player on the, yeah, on the, the team that went injured. Like, yeah. uh, fortunately for us, had Andy in reserve. Howard had looked at, I think he maybe, he looked at, at a Gates at Ipswich to yeah. replace uh, Inchi, but Gates was not one, he's late 20, 27. Yeah. I think Howard probably wanted Lineker. I think he, that, that's right, I, yeah. I didn't say in the book, but maybe later on, I think he may have, there's a, sto there's a story for later book, but I think he maybe one wanted Lineker that season. Yeah. You know, but Gray came in and was doing really Gray well. Was fantastic, and Andy gave us that experience and know-how and will yeah. to win and stuff, that was vital. And um, so, 
we saw to change. But you know, yourself, eighty-four-five. I always think of that as two different teams: the team within she in at the first half, and, and, the, season, and the team yeah. Andy Gray. And yeah. I'd always say, if you want to watch one of the teams, watch the team within she. Yeah. Well, because yeah, because I, I do think we did play a bit more football in the first yeah. half of the season. Not that we. You look back dead fondly, aren't you? But the second half, we were, we were just we were relentless in the second yeah. half, and it was. I mean, obviously Leicester away was a huge one. We didn't have Sharp, yeah, didn't have Heath, obviously, and we had Stephen up front of Andy Gray and yeah. Well, Trevor, Trevor they said was the best head of the board of the club, wasn't yeah, he? Was I mean, fantastic. he was just there. He's just when you add him, and you've got Sheedy, and you've yeah. got Gary Stevens, and yeah. Ray Schwam and Gray, yeah. and well, Shepard. that that was that, that was the good thing. Sitting in and out, yeah. That it was some there was some good partnerships there. Like I say about Stephen and Stevens, like Howard never played wingers, did he? he didn't I think no. he just? I mean, Cheedy wasn't a winger, obviously. Didn't have the pace. And Trevor, though he did have pace, he wasn't yeah. really a winger. He was more, he was more a right side and midfielder. Yeah, he played yeah. wide, didn't he? And I think like him and Stevens, complimented each other. Great. I think mm. if if because Steve, Stevens was so physical, but could get up and down. I think if he did that, like a. Which he never had, but he had like a mercurial winger. Yeah, I don't think it would have worked out. Might have been the same. But no. Stephen, because Stephen would get up and down. Yeah. Again, it's having in parts pitch plays with the same characteristics made us twice as effective. Yeah, yeah. Like even Bracewell, Stephen and Sheedy did the same. Stephen and Stevens did the same. And then you had the same with Gray and Sharp, didn't you? Mm. Up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in the big games, say Bayern Munich, you had twice the firepower up front for what you wanted to yeah. do. Yeah. And that helped. And I think um yeah, after they became very much I won't say Seppi's team, but if you see a lot of the big goals in eighty five onwards, away from home, a lot of them from set pieces. Plays, yeah. 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 You know, Spurs away was, was what an exception, wasn't it? Yeah, but they they were mistakes. Forward. But you know what I say about capitalising yeah. on mistakes, yeah, both yeah, came yeah. from mistakes, didn't yeah. he? I mean that's my favourite Everton game now. Spurs away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. save by Nev. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were brilliant, weren't we? And yeah, they were, they were, they were, they were, they were, and I think that, say, team and old stars, I think we, we, we were second half team as well. Mm. That If you have a look at those, all them game, big games from February onwards, all our goals are scored in the second half. Mm. You know, Bayern Munich, yeah, Rafa Vienna, yeah. you know, Luton. Luton. Yeah, yeah, the semi-final. Sheeds, yeah. You know, even Ipswich. That yeah, Fortuna Sittard, all the goals set quarter-final or half, second half. Ipswich, yeah, yeah. The, uh, um, the they're all, sec- all second yeah. half because you know don't give anything away in the first half and then kick on in the kick second on. half, and and <coughs> we were really good at going from nil nil to three nil really quickly. Just quickly, yeah. Or 2 0, you know, if you see, and that, that was the strength of the team. It's ruthless, ruthless. Yeah, yeah Telford was another Telford, one. I mean, Watford's won 4 0, it was 0 0 after 60 minutes. Yeah. You know, um, so very much a second half team mm. because don't don't end up in the first half and then the second half just down, kick on yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And when you've got them like that, keep your hands down the throat yeah, and they just strangle them. That, yeah. And that's, what, that was, that's why they were a great team, you know. But he had that week, in, and I think he just alluded to it there, that week, I think, when. Team, team and Oak Stars, but I think when he won at Spurs mm. and then match of the day, who'd not been to a league game at Goodison all season, even though we'd been top of the league for most of the campaign, yeah, yeah. decided to come the first Saturday in April. We played Sunderland, win 4 1. 4 1. Three four, fantastic goals. Yeah. Uh, and then we showed Spurs, we showed we were a great team, resilient, true championship style. Sunderland showed that within the team there was real quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real yeah, championship quality, oh, individual definitely. quality. Yeah. 
in the team. Both were great headers, but like the Reed and Bracewell link up for the first goal, and then like the Bracewell to Stevens. Yeah, I mean that's top top yeah. individual quality. Folly your pass on this first yeah. touch is yeah. incredible. Yeah. And I think um, obviously seeing the only other time match of the day being a. During the season was obviously the Kevin Sheedy twice taken free kick against yeah, Ipswich, you know. So, the, so by April '85, you get that. The the, the the nationally the view of the team had changed. Yeah, yeah. Team no stars, but actually no, these are top class. They've got top class. Yeah, top, you know. Yeah. Then we reached the the semi final against Luton, where we, like all the best teams, you find a way to win because we were yeah. absolutely. Yeah, we were terrible. I think after. In eighty five, after the say Christmas, Christmas eighty four, then they were the only team I think that gave us any trouble. They gave us a trouble. Southall made three brilliant yeah, saves in yeah. that. The one know, from Dickie Hill, that was you know up there. Oh yeah, the one where he gets down to his left and he gets it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how he yeah. saves it. Brilliant. Um, save. And then so we we get get through. I mean, I think Sheedy's free kick it wasn't his best one, but no, just, no. It, I think it hit Brian Steen, didn't it? Yeah. Then I think. Uh, and it, in the corner, it, placement. Yeah, yeah. I think it clipped off Brian Steen, mm-hmm. but you can't talk about that. But um, we get to, I mean, go to Sheffield Wednesday, another game match of the day. Yeah, yeah. And they say in the uh, book, if you watch the video of that game on YouTube, it's quite rare, rare that they've got a camera in it as the players come out of the dressing room and you see and the players coming one, out yeah, like, yeah. and you think, don't fancy playing these. I wouldn't no, fancy no, playing no. this lot today. No. Looking at them, you're thinking, they're hard. They're, they're they, they look it. They, they look it. You know, yeah, yeah. and we showed that in Hillsborough. Yeah. Played Wednesday off the park for twenty minutes. Yeah. Absolutely different class. To them, really tough game. And then the, the five minutes before half time, the famous the save from Ferrari, wasn't it? Yeah, Ferrari. Yeah. Uh, and then from the corner, Nev makes that other brilliant the save other off the header. Then the Brian Marwood hits the underside of the bar, yeah. and we, we conceded six corners in ninety seconds. And survived, and I remember uh, David David Lacey sadly departed the other week. The the Guardian football writer was fantastic, you know, said something like the lines of, you know, they showed why they are where they are, and they did so on their own goal line because we basically spent like two minutes just basically just camped. camped in our six yard box, you know, and that was that summed us up. Survived the barrage, went one one nil, killed the game second half. And then you get QPR, yeah. which is which is great. Time on a Monday, yeah, right? which is still one of my favourite games. I love that. Yeah. I love the end of that game. Yeah, you know when the players go. I make the point in it in the book that I hate laps of honour now. Because not well because hey, because not us. Yeah, yeah, there's families and yeah, kids, your kids and, and family dog on the pitch. <laughs> since, you know, since when has it been about them? Yeah, no, I know, I know. You know, if you watch that, then it's about basically it's it is. Players, you've got, a, you've got a posse of cameras, mm. you know, photographers, yeah. the team going around, that's it, yeah. a few of the coaching staff, that's it. That's, that's all the way it should be. It should be, it should be family, the window cleaner and stuff. Know, and everyone the next door, to. Yeah, yeah. It's not about them. No. It's only, they don't play every week. And no, I just think like that's it. just nonsense. No, yeah. you know. No, I agree. And yeah. uh, I just think, you know, uh, I wouldn't mind if that happens a good thing, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah. but when you watch, I love that two or three minutes just the, uh, watching the it go around the pitch, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just it, it there's a real togetherness that yeah, I think yeah. that is quite rare, you know. Um, and I always like cameras where the cameras is where there's cameras you can see cameras watching the players, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. you sort of observing yeah. as a neutral. 
and uh, that was a fabulous, uh, fabulous day. As I've said many times since I woke up at six o'clock in the morning in the field with a, with a fire extinguisher for company, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was good a, night. It was a, yeah, yeah, it was a good night. Um, but we'd won it, so it. So yeah. we hadn't games yeah. to spare. Yeah, yeah. And I remember that night because there was sitting, like, I was sitting at the table having a pint, just thinking, you know, and thinking, obviously a little bit older than yourself. I'd watched Liverpool win at the title, obviously. Yeah. Titles. And I always knew that they'd be regarded as the best team that yeah, everybody yeah. wanted to beat them. And they were like, you know, and, and, and you know, and quite rightly so. And then we're thinking that then just struck me, we're the best we're team the now. Best. Yeah. That's us now. And I, mean, I, can, I can still visualise myself just, just staring yeah. into my pint, yeah. thinking, that's not us. I bounced into school and was yeah. just like all the stick I took. Yeah, yeah. With, and they couldn't say anything. We're no. Like, we're, we're the champions. Yeah, we're absolutely. End the story. I won it by my, we were the record breakers at that time. Yeah, the yeah, most yeah. Points, the most points anyone had won it by. Yeah, and uh, we used up, didn't we? We lost a couple oh, of games. God, yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's a fun fact about that Go season, on. which is in the all the seasons that the Top flight was twenty two teams, yeah. which was from nineteen nineteen to nineteen ninety four. Um, only twice did one team beat all the other teams in the division at least once. Everton nineteen eighty four eighty five. Yeah. No, the other time it happened, Everton sixty nine seventy. Only really? two times it happened where yeah, one club rushed. beat all the other clubs in the division that season. Only ever happened twice, you know. And Class. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, and. So we had that satisfaction. Yeah, I, yeah. I, there's quite a, quite a long bit. I say how I talked about it quite le a length. How he'd done it as a player and walked around the pitch as yeah. a player. Now he's watching the plays and the satisfaction. I quite quite emotional. I mean, yeah. Philip Carter's wife. She was crying in the director's box. You yeah, see, you know. And John that. Mars, John Moores, he's obviously you know he thought he'd never see it again. Yeah. You know? And uh, it's a fabulous day that. And then obviously. We go to Rotterdam. Yeah. And then that was just, you know, yeah, yeah, they don't really have the air. And they yeah. were fantastic, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> again, second half team, you know, don't mm. the We had we, had a goldish lad in the first oh, half. Oh, that, that was on, that was on side, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But second half, we just, yeah. we, uh, even when they, when Hans Crankle scored, we just kick off and go down. We'll the the end, yeah, finish. absolutely. Well, that was, that was the measure of the team. Yeah. You know, any sort of threat, we'll just we'll, we'll snuff There's that, that out. that one that's been on social media a lot lately where, from the Howard's Way film where we have about 40 odd passes yeah. and Trevor Stephen smashes yeah. it over. It would have been the great, like one of the goals yeah. ever because it's just so easy. Yeah, eight, eight out of ten, play, ten of the outfield the players play touch the ball, yeah, like, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I was at Rotterdam and it, it was great. Um, and so there's an, there's a nice stat in the book. In terms of winning the domestic double, yeah, and winning the European trophy, there's only been two ta two occasions when an English club has gone into a third. One, two of them have gone into a third game needing to win the third. Right. That was Man United, ninety nine. Ninety nine, yeah. Won the European Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And us. And us in eighty five. So we we were one two of them. We then got we to do the double. That, yeah. And I don't. So I talk about the United game, but I say they were a good team. United. I think the difference mm. that game, the early games United that season, because we obviously beat them in the, the milk cup. Yeah, beat them three five days after mil. the other one, didn't we? Yeah. Should have won at Old Trafford, but she did miss a penalty later on. Yeah. Is that was the only time that season they had Robson and Whiteside in the middle. 
was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah against us. Slacker missed know. a pen early on in that one. Yeah, at Old Trafford, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that they were both obviously top class, yeah, top yeah, class yeah. players. Um, and I think he'd also, Atkinson also played quite a high line because he said he didn't want like the whole game with, with Sharp and Gray with standing underneath the United bar. Oh, God, yeah. You know, so he wanted to keep Evan as far away from the goal as possible. Because he knew Sharp and Gray weren't going to run him, didn't yeah, he, really? Yeah, and I think Atkinson was... I like it on, and mm. he gets. I think he's underestimated, and he, you know, he's obviously got a say, had a certain image. Yeah, but yeah. I think he was a far better managing people give him credit for. But he was a particularly good manager in one-off games, yeah, yeah. one-off big games. Good, he was good. Manager, yeah. yeah, he was good. You know, had a good record at Wembley. See his record against uh, Liverpool, you know. Mm. And I think he worked out. He had Paul McGrath playing, and I think he bought obviously the Bayern Munich game, and he put McGrath and Stapleton. On the near post, raw corners and, corner, yeah. and and throw in, you know, because I think he thought that's where the threat is. Yeah. And I, I watched it. I watched the game again as part of my research, and it was ninety minutes. I'll never or one hundred and twenty minutes. I won't yeah, get well, back. Yeah, but it wasn't a because good game. it was, you know, and like a lot of them games, you watch a lot. Even the best teams, and as I say, say in the book, is you know nothing happens no. <laughs> for long periods of the game. No. There's just like goalkeepers just. We just look flat that day, we just yeah. look knackered. You know, you know, I, I didn't say in the book, but I think, you know, one thing I think they made a mistake, I don't think they should have come back to Merseyside from Rotterdam. He's just gone to London. London, yeah. yeah. Just to keep an extra bit of travel on. Yeah, there. I think you've got to, you're flying home on the night, Yeah. then you've got a long coach journey. Yeah, no. You know, I, I think... Give themselves a bit of breathing. I space, think if they'd have stayed in Rotterdam and, fl and flown over to and stayed on the Thursday, that would have in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I don't. I mean, obviously, shall we say you would have been able to monitor the players better, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, I'm sure they were fully prepared for the cup final, but even just stopping that two hundred miles in, just like coach, yeah, 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 any you know. bit of recovery, wouldn't that? No, yeah, yeah, yeah recovery. No, no. So, you know, we hit the post, read it's the outside yeah. of the post in the first half, doesn't he? And, we, and I think their goal sending off changed yeah. things as well. Yeah. Stapleton went back to centre half yeah. and, yeah. and was brilliant. But 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 United carries on playing the, the attacking football. We left three up front, you say, yeah. because in the eighty three Mill Cup final against Liverpool, Atkinson pulled everybody back into the defence when he had ten men, yeah. copied two one. I think he learned well. Ten men just carry on playing second yeah. forty because we were out on our feet. I think. And Nev should save in anyway. Well, I think it's a combination of Nev and Van der Nauw. Got to yeah. get close. I, and think, that, I mean, Nev. It's not Nev. Yeah. As I said, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. He should save it. I think Van der Nauw. He needs to show white sides. White sides not the fastest in the no, parish. No, show him on the show, outside. Show him on the outside. And I think Nev thinks he's going to do that. So Nev's like by his near post. Step. Yeah, takes a step. It's the closest near post, mm. thinking that white side's going to go uh, inside. And as it happens, Van Nauw doesn't do see. that, and he gives gives the. Uh, I was on the tunnel end, obviously, where we were, and I can still see him hit it. And you're just hoping that because you squ I was right behind, yeah. so it was at the far end. <coughs> as he hit it, you're just hoping the ball keeps running yeah. past the goal. Yeah, and I can yeah. just see it at the corner and bounce up, and then they just roared. Yeah, like yeah, it was. Um, I think horrible. It, yeah. And they were uh, replays in them days. Yeah, we yeah. could have just got the replay. We'd have, I think we'd have oh, I think they were. I think they were a good team. I think they were a good team. United, you know. Yeah. So it would have been the first yeah, 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 yeah. like yeah, yeah. five more days. Rest. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I think we'd have beat them. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I know what you're saying. It yeah, wasn't like we were to, playing a poor we side. We weren't playing Watford 84, no, were we? But you I know? still yeah. feel like a, yeah. a few days rest. I yeah. think we'd have beat them. I, I do think they made the mistake going back to Liverpool. Yeah, I would have gone to straight to London. Yeah. 
And so, but you know, I don't finish the season on that right, sort okay, of because yeah. I talk about. I, I wrap up by talking about the 84 5 seasons, talk about those stats we're talking yeah, about yeah. there. And it's it's one of the most dominant, dominant campaigns in English football history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When the tight with five games left, when the, you know, when the European Cup winners cup, and people say, used to poo-poo it, saying, oh, it's not like the UEFA Cup or the European Cup. See, there was the winners cup that year. Barcelona, Terry Venables won, won La Liga. Yeah. They were in it. They, they got knocked out, lost 4-1 at the new camp to Mets. Uh, Roma, who played Liverpool in the, in the European, European Cup, Cup final. final yeah. Obviously had Bayern Munich. Yeah. Who were well, like, yeah, the best yeah, thing yeah, Europe, Europe that year. You know. So Trump. there was some, there was clubs with real pedigree yeah. there. Um, I mean, these are the best team in, you know, in the competition. And we were in it. Yeah, we were in it. Well, exactly. When you look back on it now, yeah, we were yeah, in it. That's exactly. the best team in Europe. And that's what mm. I say in the book. We were the best team in Europe. Mm. In 85, people say, oh, well, yeah, but oh, what about them? Well, Real Madrid finished fourth. I mean, Juventus won the European Cup, obviously. Finished, they finished sixth, yeah. I think, in Serie A. Oh, it was, yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, we were, so, we so they were, you know, we Bayern Munich won, won, yeah, won the, the Bundesliga. Bundesliga, but, yeah. but, but, but we, we destroyed them at Goodison. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, Barcelona, as I say, they won La Liga. Mm. They, not, they got knocked out in the first round of the competition we won. You know, so, so you're looking at, like, the, the big beast of European football, you yeah, think yeah. they are, should be the best. They weren't. They weren't. No, weren't as good as us. No. Nowhere near as no good, chance, you know. Yeah. And uh, so by spring 85, as I say, one of the most dominant domestic campaigns of any club in history, going for the treble, and the best team in Europe, and, and, and I say, but so we've done far better than some of the greatest teams ever played in English football. Played the game, no, yeah. Don Nevis Leeds never got anywhere near that. No. Bob Paisley's Nearly did in '77, but they'd lost. They won two trophies, but they they'd lost the cup final. Yeah, yeah. So they were never going for the travel of the trophies anyway, like yeah. we were. You know, uh, Ferguson's team did it once. Yeah. You know, Bobby Robson's team went after three trophies in '81, but didn't won one. Yeah. Uh, Matt Busby, Bill Shankly never got anywhere near never it. Yeah. But what we did yeah. in '84, five, and people, that's how good it was. Yeah. That's how good they were. That, that's how good they were. You know. You know, and, and and people people forget that. You yeah, know, yeah. and, and that's I hate the word legacy, but that that's it. Just look yeah. at that record with the record of great teams and the great managers yeah. that are celebrated as being yeah, great yeah. teams and they didn't get yeah, anywhere they didn't near. Get near it, yeah. What we, we often say <coughs> the team that fell through the cracks because yeah. people don't look but, at it the way yeah. they are and, and obviously the Howard's Way films uh, yeah. brought it back to people's minds. Be but best European champions English football never had. Yeah. Easily, yeah. Easily. Because we'd have won at 86, style Bucharest beat Barcelona on penalties. Yeah. Where's fine level? We'd have won. Two best that. teams in Europe played at Wembley, didn't they? That year? Well, exactly. Exactly. By miles. And we'd have had Lineker in that, and, you know, yeah. whatever. Lineker was unbelievable. Yeah, but that's, that's yeah, for the yeah. future. But that's yeah, for, that's, that's, that's for, for two years. That, yeah, that's three. fine. That's for volume. But, but you can't look. At, was, I was always very. I say when they finished the book, Natural 85 was the, the way to finish. But yeah. I didn't want to finish and say, oh, we've got to be in the cup final. Duh, you know. What a bummer that is, you know, finish on that, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good to have a historical piece no, at the it's, end it's that great, says, yeah. says, yeah, that's a minor blemish. Mm, and I think I was said facts, over yeah. the season, this is one of the great seasons yeah. of anybody in English yeah. football history. And this is before the money. Even clubs have had loads of money, like City. Yeah. Got, they've got not got into like a, where they can win three trophies, they've won two minutes there. And so, but we did. 
you know, well, that's just an incredible achievement. Mm. And obviously, within the context of the period, 18 months earlier, we were, Howard was getting sacked. Was, and yeah, we exactly. Were near the bottom of the league and scored 11 goals in 21 games. So there's that, that narrative the as well. Turnaround yeah, yeah. incredible, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fantastic, great to just go through it all. It is, yeah, yeah. I feel like having a few shed. Is the fat his fire extinguisher out there? Yeah, yeah. go and have a, a pint yeah, somewhere yeah, and just yeah. reminisce. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely brilliant. Listen, Gav, thanks very much for coming in. Pleasure. Get the book. Yeah. What a Christmas present this can be. You know, a couple of weeks before Christmas, all us blues who certainly ones who've seen it, incredible. But if you want to learn about the history of Everton Football Club and do it that way, why not? Get the book, it's a great time to get it. Where can we get it, Gav? Where's it available? All the usual places on the, the internet and in, in the shops. And the book's not just for Christmas, you know, it's by it after no, Christmas. No, yeah, of course well, you can. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Christmas book, I always remember, and uh, Money Can't Buy Stuff is still selling as well. So yeah. you've got to read, the, the, good to get the two books. Get the two. Yeah, the, as you, you say, like, volume yeah. one, volume two, two. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and you'll be back in two years. It's volume, volume three, three. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there you go. Big thanks to Gavin for coming in. So make sure you check it out. We'll see you later.